You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, episode 86. You're listening to the Trailblazers Podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, what's good, Blazer Nation? I'm Stephen Hart. You're listening to the Trailblazers.fm podcast. At the time of this episode going live, we're now into mid-September of 2017 and I don't often date our episodes but the past few weeks and even still now we've been seeing catastrophic events with hurricanes Harvey in Texas and Irma now having passed through the Caribbean and looking like it's in route to a connection with Florida and so I just wanted to encourage you guys right up front to keep our brothers and sisters down south in prayer. You know, woke up this morning to news of Barbuda and Anguilla and St. Martin having experienced so much devastation. I'm uh, being told that more than 90% of the buildings have been destroyed on a couple of those islands. And, you know, processing that, it's one thing for you to lose your home, but it's another thing entirely for you to look around and almost everything around you in your community is sitting in rubble. And I just can't help but think of the newborn babies and even the older folks that will need to survive this. And for other trailblazers that are in these locations, many of them don't have a job to go back to because those buildings have been destroyed. And so there's that concern for the weeks and the months ahead, really on how they navigate this period. And I found that it provided me some perspective because even coming into this week, I felt very stressed about my own life right now and, and just having taken on a bit more than I should have in this season. But looking at this, I have quickly realized that most of the people in the Caribbean this morning or in Texas right now would probably gladly trade my stress for theirs. And so just ask again that you keep them lifted if you're able to donate money and or time and be in one of these areas encourage you to do so and we just you know all do our part in helping these communities to be able to rebound and recover so i haven't done a solo episode in a little bit and i thought that this would be a good time for us to connect directly and for me to share some of my own life experiences and the lessons i've learned over the course of this year so get ready get set and let's go ahead and dive into today's episode Hey guys, so I've talked with so many listeners over the course of the year, and especially in the last couple of months, I've been connecting with several of our diehard Trailblazer listeners, and I feel the sense that, you know, we're both on this journey together, and I've shared with so many of you that I truly feel like the experience of being the host of this podcast has been me receiving another degree, you know, all the wisdom and the knowledge that I've gained doing research and, and hearing these stories and just these amazing trailblazers blazers pouring out their wisdom has impacted me in a tremendous way, in a positive way. And most of you know, Trailblazers is a side hustle for me. I work full-time for a small software firm. I do marketing and communications. And day-to-day, 
you know, I'm doing the roles that maybe four or five people would do in a larger company. I pretty much manage events and logistics for several exhibitions around the world and several live events. I do a lot of digital marketing, anything from web to email to marketing automation. And the part I love most is branding, right? And over the last couple of years, I was able to help the company I'm with to rebrand and bit by bit kind of improve their brand identity and their messaging and making sure that now I'm working to have their messaging be more clear and direct and valuable. And it's a lot, it's a lot of work, but I've learned quite a bit. Now, the money in marketing today is our own data and being able to analyze and use that data to make decisions. But my passion is still in branding. And I have a firm belief that your brand, you know, for business especially, is the first thing that's going to bring in that customer. And likewise, when I decided to start Trailblazers, I really wanted to have a brand that was going to pop. I wanted people to see what what I was doing and have people love what they saw, you know, whenever they'd encounter Trailblazers. And that's exactly what's happening today. Barely a week goes by now where someone doesn't reach out to me and send me a message or, you know, just share that they, they really love the look and the feel of our website or social media or even in person, you know. People comment on my business cards and, and other elements of the brand. But I have to say, you know, as months have gone by, I've met several individuals, professionals, experts out in the boat, or people who are, are reaching out to me via email. I'm getting several pitches almost daily at this point for people wanting to be featured guests on the podcast. And I noticed that there are a number of folks who are missing the mark with their own personal brand and their digital footprint. And all too often, people are approaching me and saying, hey, I'm the expert. I'm the go-to for this industry. But then I would end up Googling them and nothing would come up that's meaningful or memorable. So my first point for this episode is that if it's your aim to be the go-to expert for your industry, I really have to encourage you that the first step you must absolutely take today is to ensure that Google is going to back up what you're saying about yourself. We're in the second half of 2017, looking at 2018, and you've got to absolutely tell your story online, right? So <laughs> you hear my passion even right now about the importance of your personal brand. And I've seen so many people lacking a good brand presence, a good digital footprint. And so it didn't take me long to connect the dots and realize that my love and my skill aligned with a need and this now goes beyond me just interviewing folks for the podcast and sharing that information and that wisdom with you. But it's now becoming a clear mission of mine to also arm you guys with the branding and the marketing and the growth needed for you to be trailblazers yourselves. And so this is not anything new to me. Branding and marketing isn't new to me. I've built so many brands, so many websites for others, for businesses. And over the years, I've been able to develop marketing strategies for businesses large and small, right? So I've been working really hard in the margins, in the slimmest of margins with time. You know, right now, my time is very scarce. But after a full-time job, after my responsibilities to the wife and the kids and the podcast, there's just really not much more margin, white space left. But in that time, I've been giving thought and giving energy to building something around helping individuals, especially individuals who are needing to build their personal brand, right? And the truth be told, I'm seeking more for my own life in ways that 
allow me to, I'm looking for ways to stretch myself, right? I'm looking for ways to help other people to improve their life outcomes. And especially for each and every one of you that are plugging in your earbuds, hit and play on this podcast, in your car, in the gym, wherever you are and listening to this content. It's my goal. It's my mission to change your life more than you just consuming this content and being inspired or motivated. I want you to stop hesitating and I want you to do the right things to be able to take action and to one day be a featured guest on this podcast. So I really think that Whether you're a corporate professional, you're a creative coach, consultant, author, entrepreneur, however you define and title yourself, you've absolutely got to present yourself and ensure that you're putting your best foot forward online. Have to stress that home that it's a time where you need to have a web presence, your websites, your foundation, it's your central hub for the things that you're going to do online. And you should also have a social media platform that you are investing time to engage and establish a respected following for whatever it is that you're saying you're going to be an expert at, where you're engaging and you're giving value to your community and you're building your own tribe. And it's very very important. The optics in this as we look ahead is really important, right? It's the simple things that will tell someone else, be it a new employer or someone in the media, that you are in fact who you say you are on paper, on a resume, etc. right? So if an employer is looking at your profile, at your LinkedIn, and then they search you on Google and they're trying to learn more about you, or maybe it's media, maybe it's Oprah's team checking you out to potentially do a story on you. It's important that you have these things in place, right? That you have this digital footprint that's representing you. And if this kind of stuff is noticed by itty bitty podcasters like myself and some of my colleagues, just imagine the impact that, you know, this might have on large corporations and traditional media and book publishers and other people who are are wanting to partner with you and work with you or have you work for them. So check this. Last December, we aired an episode with Lucinda Cross. It was a really dope conversation that you should absolutely go back and check out if you missed it. I believe it was episode 47. But Lucinda did something amazing. She introduced me to getting my goals up visually on a vision board. And so coming into this year, I had always documented my goals every year, but I said, I'm going to do this visually this time. And, and so I created probably the ugliest looking vision board that you could <laughs> you could find, but it did its job, right? And I have to tell you, it's been a pretty amazing journey so far to this point of the year. I still have quite a bit of work to do to achieve all the goals that I wrote down, but At the beginning of the year, I knew that if I was going to hit one of my 10-year goals, some of my BHAGs, what what I like to call as my big, hairy, audacious goal, right? I wrote out some of these goals that I want to achieve by the year 2026, two of them being that I want to become an international speaker and I want to be a best-selling author. And I needed to be prepared to get up on stage and begin talking and giving value to others if that was going to happen. So on my vision board, I wrote down that I would secure and I would deliver three speaking engagements this year in 2017. And it's really interesting to me the way our minds work, right? When we set goals, and especially when I was able to put this up on a vision board where I'm looking at it and it's staring back at me at all times, right? I find that our brains go to work 
to try to remind us and begin to work through that checklist of items that now needs to happen for you to achieve the goals that you have stated your intent to accomplish, to achieve. So as we got into 2017, I was on this mission. I had to get three speaking engagements and there was fear. There was worry, right? Despite me being a thespian, I was an actor at an early age and performed on stage. I was the lead in a stage play performance before several thousand people. I think I was 11 or 12 years old at the time, but I'd grown out of my comfort with crowds over the years. I ran seven years before coming back to corporate here. I was running my own home-based business. And so I wasn't around large crowds. And so even today, if I'm to get up and talk impromptu in front of even a dozen people at a work event, it's not unusual that my voice sometimes cracks. And it takes a while, right, for me to kind of warm up. And as soon as my heart and my knowledge takes over, usually I'm fine. You hear the passion in my voice as you do on the podcast. But, you know, this year I said, you know, Stephen, I am going to suck up that fear. I'm going to eat that fear for breakfast and I'm going to go at being a speaker on a big stage. And so I said, let's give podcast movement a go. And so I sent podcast movement my pitch. And guess what? We got accepted and I got accepted to two other engagements as well. Right. And so as the months have come on, I've been excited, I've been nervous, and every feeling, every emotion in between. And yes, I am a podcaster, and yes, I do speak to, I think now we're on average maybe talking to a thousand people a week based on our downloads, but I don't see you guys. And as my daughter would often say, that is just talking to himself in the basement, which is sort of true. <laughs> right now I'm recording in the quiet of a room with no eyes looking at me. My heart is still, my palms are still dry. I'm not outside my comfort zone right now by any means, right? I'm in the comfort of my basement chair talking in a microphone and I realized that I had to get outside of that comfort zone. I had to get outside of the box that I now find myself in. Yes, I'm busy and yes, I'm stretched, but I'm not uncomfortable. And I needed to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so I began working on this very first public talk and facing the fear and what I thought the expectations I set for myself were pretty low compared to what eventually happened. But I wanted in this episode really to share with you the three core things, the three steps that allowed me to crush it, to really deliver a powerful talk that was valuable, that had impact, and that influenced these individuals that I shared this message with in a way that even now, two weeks after my talk, I've been getting several people reaching back out to me, wanting me to be guests on their podcasts and wanting to connect and continue the discussion that I started on that stage. So if you're planning to deliver a talk, if you're planning to do your first public speaking gig, or I think the application, you know, this could also be applied to you framing out a book. Maybe you're wanting to author your first book. I think this framework would help you. And it's very, very simple, but it's my hope that some or all of these tips would help you in some way. So here are my three steps, my three tips to you as you look to hopefully crushing your first public speaking opportunity or your first book opportunity. So the first thing is you absolutely must be very deliberate in your planning and layout. Right. So I want you to plan. You know, when I started this, after I accepted, I received notice of being accepted to the podcast movement stage. I have to say for several weeks, I felt challenged. I felt stuck trying to get all my thoughts out in an organized way. And I realized that 
I was thinking maybe the talk is going to be 20 or 30 minutes. And I found out it was a 45-minute talk. I'd never delivered a 45-minute speech before. And so I was a little bit nervous, you know, thinking that that was too much time. Then as time passed and I began to get my thoughts out, of course, I have all these thoughts would flood into my mind nonstop. I realized it wasn't enough time. And so one evening I'm stuck in rush hour traffic. My mind is just going 100 miles a minute. And the idea hit me to put this all out on a board, kind of sort of like my vision board in a way. And so I made a U-turn. I drove to Staples that evening. I went ahead and purchased a big poster board, a big black poster board, and also got some different color sticky notes. And I got home, I pinned the poster board up on a wall in my basement, and I began creating columns. And I would group each column by topics and then subtopics that I'd want to speak about. And so, for example, with the talk I delivered at Podcast Movement, there are columns for branding, there are columns for marketing, there are columns for web. And so like with the web, for example, you know, there were other sticky notes below it in the same color for the importance of SEO or being mobile responsive, the effects of images on the website and having clean URLs. And so I was able, like the vision board, this was something that was tangible. It was visible. It allowed me to organize my thoughts very clearly. And then once I did that, I sat down in front of the board and I was able to step into the second phase of things. So step two was me writing out the talk. I'm a big believer in writing out what you want to say, exactly how you'd want to say it. And there are a lot of people that will tell you that it's a waste of time and you should just make bullet points, which is cool, but that's cool when you know what you're going to say. And oftentimes you don't generate and develop the confidence the first few times if you only have bullet points and you're just speaking ad lib, right? So what I would encourage you to do is write it out, flesh it out, Write it out entirely, exactly the way you'd want it to be said. Speak it out. Record yourself if you need to. You have a voice memo app on your smartphone. And it allows you to optimize your delivery, your content, and feel out where there are opportunities for you to engage and interact and have dialogue with your audience, which is huge. It's really, really important, right? That it's not just this one-way street, right? That you're engaging with them and getting feedback from them as you go along. And as you begin to flesh this out, you begin to feel out what that deck, what that PowerPoint might start to look like in terms of what copy needs to be shown, because you're not going to show all of what you wrote out, right? You're just going to make the key points seen, right? And seen both in copy and in images. And as you review that copy and images on your deck, over and over again, you're going to find yourself asking yourself a very key question. Am I bringing value to my audience in this slide, in this image, in this statement? And if not, then you're able to keep working and reworking the content that you're delivering. And so once you've done that, now you've been able to plan things out. It's very clearly organized. You've been able to write out your entire talk and take from it the key, key pieces, right? That you would then relay via images and copy. And then once all that's done, then it's you're on the home stretch. And so step three is the practice, right? I tell you what, man, I practice this speech nonstop. 
you know, it's a 45 minute talk and that's just long. And so each run is an hour and it drove me up the wall, but I had great people around me. Amy J, my really good friend from Chasing Dreams podcast, Donald C. Kelly, my episode one guest and Kristen, my wife, you know, all helped me to polish this content and get it just right. And there's so many other things that I could bring up about your breathing techniques and your gestures and your body language and your movement on the stage. But at the end of the day, it sounds really simple, but this step one, two, three to plan, to write and to practice, it just brings things home in a clear way, right? And again, the application could be for your first public talk. It could be for writing your first book or for you creating any other type of content, right? I think it's just a good, clean, clear way for you to put your thoughts into action and to begin to take the steps forward to making your dreams a reality and being able to blaze your trail, right? And all of this is not about me. Again, it was never about me. My BHAG, my big, hairy, audacious goal, and the mission that I've set for myself over the next 10 years is to help 100,000 people or more to brand market and grow their amazing personal brand. And if I didn't plan right and practice this talk, over and over and over again, I'd probably have given in to the cracks in my voice. I probably would have lacked the confidence and lacked the delivery. And truth be told, you know, probably not have delivered the impact that I did, right? And so, guys, I was still nervous, like silly nervous five minutes before getting on stage, but in a good way. And it was a good friend of mine, you know, Karen Reed Brown of the Carry On Friends podcast, who had to walk me outside and say a prayer with me, help me to recenter before I got on the stage. But because I was prepared, because I was organized, because I knew exactly what I wanted to see and I had practiced it, when I got up on that stage, I zoned out and everything came natural. You know, I, I was no longer just trying to think through thoughts. I was able to let it flow. And at that point, there were points that I ad-libbed and everyone though felt my energy and, and felt connected and that dialogue was natural and everything flowed. And so highly encourage that if you're giving thought, you know, and, and let me ask this question, what are you hesitating about today, right? As you sit at your desk, as you work out in a gym, I know that Majority of my listeners, you're working a day job as well. And so many of you are driven in the work that you're doing. But truth be told, I've heard enough people say that you're not doing what you're most passionate about doing. So what is that thing? What's going to add joy to your life's bottom line? There are people that won't finish, won't see the end of today. Their life won't, you know, will end sooner than they had planned. And so I have to tell you, you know, the work I'm doing in Trailblazers, this brings joy to me. I really feel passionate about the work that I'm doing. I'm driven to do it just the same. And it's difficult, but I can see the impact. I can hear through messages I'm receiving every day from people in countries I'll never get a chance to visit that by way of hearing someone else's message that it's helped them. And so what does that look like for you? Is fear standing in the way of you being able to share your value with the world and blaze your trail? I challenge you today to begin building your personal brand, sharing your story and giving the world what only you can give, right? If you need help, I'm here to help you think through how that personal brand would look and how we can begin to develop that. But I want you to get out of your head 
right now and begin to blaze your trail, begin to rise above and go way beyond and do what you know only you can do, only you can give to the world. So don't live you know, in a state of regret when we get 20 or 25 years down the road and thinking to yourself, what if? And I should have. We don't want to be there. There are too many of our guests, our past guests who have said, you know, that we just need to take action and, and we just need to step outside of our comfort zone. And so I'm going to challenge you to do just that today. I hope this has been inspiring. I hope that you enjoy this episode. If you found it to be a good piece of content for you today, as you get into your day and you found this inspiring, please share it up uh, with your friends, your colleagues, and let them know to go ahead and subscribe. And I'm encouraged by you and look forward to sharing some amazing episodes that are coming down over the next 13 or 14 episodes as we approach our 100th episode on December 18th. I'm so excited. I appreciate all of you guys for downloading and listening and sharing and just loving on me with this podcast. Couldn't do it without you. So God bless you guys. Have a great day. And we'll talk soon. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I'll be posting links to all of today's book recommendations and links mentioned on our show notes page at tdpod.com. If today was your first time listening to the Trailblazers podcast, I just want to extend a warm Trailblazers welcome to you. We're so happy to have you here and we encourage you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. Go ahead and browse through some of our past episodes to keep the knowledge flowing. If you're a fan of the podcast and today's content, and you're maybe already subscribed to the podcast, please continue to share and invite your friends, your family, your colleagues to listen to an episode that you think might impact them most. We believe that someone listening to these inspiring stories will be moved to make significant changes that will have generational impact for many others, both now and well into the future. Don't miss next week's episode. New episodes are released each and every Monday by about 5 a.m. Eastern. Trailblazers, jump off this podcast today. Go find a way to rise above, go way beyond, and keep blazing your trail. Cheers.